South Business TV are here at Devonshire Park down on the Sussex coast here in Eastbourne. I'm joined by grounds manager Danny Negus and Danny, you just picked up two awards in the last few weeks at the IOG Awards, one for the team of the year on the tennis side of things and you were named groundsman of the year. Wow. Yeah, yeah wow <laughs> is the word. Yeah, wow. Very, very special night that, very special night. Um, don't really know what to say on it all really. Um, I did say at the time I was in shock about it all, um, still am. Um, I'm really pleased. The team one is I'm really pleased with because um, the boys deserve it. Um, and as I keep saying, I do have a bias towards the boys, but they're an exceptional team. They do more than what the expectation is and to get acknowledgement for that is one thing but to be rewarded in that manner yeah it means so much it means so much so they're yeah. obviously chuffed to pieces I, I saw them on the night they were delighted with both wins and i think anybody that was in that room will realize how stunned shocked dumbfounded and humble you were about the whole thing um you know, if anybody gets a chance to see the video, check it out because that is uh, genuinely, absolutely, <laughs> you're completely lost for words, aren't you? Yeah, I, I still haven't really been able to process, if that's the word. Um, as the evening was going along, if I'm honest, I didn't think we would um, be able to win the team award. Um, one of the ambitions I always had was I wanted to... Um, get myself to be in a position for groundsman of the year for me it was a personal yeah. ambition um, my dad had been um, given greenkeeper of the year and he turned it down two other years as well right. so it was quite a personal drive for me to you know try and say to Mel man look I've done it as well yeah. Um, but yeah I, I didn't know anything about it not a thing, yeah. um, not a thing. So when the photo of me popped up with my 24 inch beard looking homeless, it was a little bit like, oh really? <laughs> um, but it was, I was in total shock and I still haven't quite processed the whole thing. Still not quite settled in yet, um, yeah. Okay. So let, let's just delve into a little bit about, you, know, you say you didn't think the team would retain it because they won it last year. Yep. Is that just because you thought you can't get it two years on the trot or did you think things had changed? If I'm honest, I thought it was because you can't get it back to back. And I thought it's very hard to justify you, that level consistently because what happens is if you achieve something that becomes the norm so to then become recognized means you've made another step forward and last year on the back of winning it the year before I made what is a very dangerous decision and I changed everything pretty much everything um, and at the very start when I said to the lads what I'd like to do, they all said, really, why, why are you doing that? 
Then when I explained why and what I'm hoping to achieve, they bought into it. Okay. And then, so to then get to that level, make changes and then be um, acknowledged by your peers and the IOG, it was the best win. That was the best. We underwent a lot last year, a lot yeah. of troubles, a lot of difficulties. There's a lot going on here with development. So there's a lot of parties involved and we stuck to our guns and I'm glad we did. I'm glad the boys stuck with me. So uh, we, we came yeah. down last saw you um, in the build up to the tournament. Yep. I think it might have been about May, June time. You, you it was a, May. You yeah. ran a, a, a thing with Plumpton College. Yep. Uh, where you got some students in here and they had the chance to, you know, touch, feel and, and look and learn about the facilities as well as get some, some talks. So yeah. you know, that was really good that you, you actually did that off your own back because, you know, that was not something you had to do, but you wanted to do. Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah. Um, it was always good to be able to put something back in the industry. And I think what really sparked it off was the summit that you guys have been instrumental along with Paul um, at Madrid to actually get going. So you could see right from day one, look, there's, there's a lot of people here that are motivated for the industry. At least they say they are. Yep. Um, and I have no reason to disbelieve anyone. And it was me that come back and I thought, well, in the nicest possible sense, most people don't know who I am. They don't really know what I do. So you've got to try and say, we've got to change the face here. Let's make ourselves approachable. We are open to people. You can come and speak to us, see us, you know, um, and see the challenge we've got. So it's nice that you, you've acknowledged that, recognise it, but in, in fairness, it was on the back of what you'd already done anyway. Right. So it's, it's, they go hand in hand. And yeah. well, you know, you're s clearly somebody who wants to make a difference and you, you want to put something back. It's in your blood. You mentioned your father there. You, he obviously must have been quite an influence on you. Massive. Um, I owe everything to him. Um, he very quickly, without you know disrespecting anybody, he is without a doubt the best greenkeeper, groundsman I've ever come across. He was way ahead of his time. Um, and the stuff he was trying to get us to do as youngsters when we were working there, as much as I hated him for doing it, I actually now appreciate because I didn't get it. Right. What I thought was punishment and can't we have an easy life, you know, what do you know? Clearly he knew a hell of a lot. <laughs> and um, he, he was awarded Greenkeeper of the Year. Um, and he also, in the nicest way, he turned it down twice after that because he just wanted to, you know, keep pushing, keep pushing. So I owe everything to him. Um, but he did say to me, when I left Greenkeeping, he said to me, that's the biggest mistake you'll make. And I said to him, no, I won't. And now, every time I say to him, you know, what do you think? What do you think? He always says to me, what do I know? I told you not to leave Greenkeeping. <laughs> so he goes, I know nothing. So uh, he's my toughest critic, but I also owe him everything. Yeah. But you are a Greenkeeper again now. 
Yeah, unfortunately, because I will say that, I spent <laughs> years trying to get out of it. I spent years trying to get out of greenkeeping and um, stepped over to the dark side. And uh, then they said, would I take over a golf club? And my initial was no. <laughs> um, it, I'm glad I have, yeah, because they are different sciences. Um, but I'm, um, yeah, I'm glad. And it's going well, yeah. So what do you think has made your team win back-to-back -back awards then? That's a really tough question. Um, it's a really tough one, that one, because there is no simple answer. I would say that I'm lucky because every one of them is one short of a six-pack, so they're not the full ticket, any of them. <laughs> but when you direct that in a certain way, and they've bought into everything I've sold, they're willing to go that extra mile, their dedication, and it's down to them and ultimately their families because um, their wives and girlfriends, you know, if they could, you know, put a hatchet in my back because they never get to see them because we're always, you know, push, push, push. And um, so really a lot of credit, uh, you know, has to go to their wives and girlfriends and, you know, for what they have to go through. But you're not the type of guy that says, okay, you guys get on with it. Um, you were telling me earlier, you know, you've just not managed to get any holiday in really this year. You, you're due a break, but you put your guys first to make sure that they get their time off, and then if you can, you will. Yeah, that's, yeah, and that's not meant in a trying to martyr yourself. Yeah. That That is, um, you know, the, the lads work extremely hard, and there's no, I know we all say it, but they do work hard and I have a duty of care and it's important that they get their time off. We are a small team, so if I have a guy on holiday, I lose 25% of my workforce yeah. and sometimes it overlaps. So I'm now 50% down, but I still got to hit the targets. If I pick the golf club on top of that, I can be running at 60% below my normal staffing levels that obviously doesn't sustain itself for very long so some of the sacrifices means that you've got to me you've got to get on with it so that they can get some r and r and then they come back fresh and strong um but yeah that's i think that's just how it is why do you think you got your award then what what's made you rise to the surface 2019? Honestly, I haven't got a clue. Wouldn't have a clue. I don't know how the process works. I don't know how you get nominated. Don't know anything. So however it happened, I'm eternally grateful for. Um, whoever I spoke very nicely to, I'm pleased I spoke nicely to <laughs> him. So whoever that was, uh, good. Um, I don't know what is really what is really nice is last year was extremely tough Re it was really tough and I, I know everyone has their tough times it's just part of it but last year was very tough because the pressures that were on top were far greater than the norm 
and a lot of it was kept under wraps. I kept, I kept too much under wraps. And however the award came about, it couldn't have come at a better time. Um, so I don't know what I did. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd like to do it again, but I don't know what <laughs> I did, so I don't know. I don't know. just keep doing what you were doing, yeah. I think, is, is the, the answer to that one. And you say it was tough last year. I mean, when I mentioned we were down here, uh, I was going to go on to say that the place was pretty much, you know, outside the turf areas here, pretty much a building site with all sorts of work going on on adjacent plots and premises. I yep. think it also had a, a bit of a reconstruction of a court that came through as well, didn't it? There's been a yep. major project. Um, had anything changed with the tournament itself and the demands that you were expecting from that or you were getting from that? Um, I think the, w the big challenges were, we were in our redevelopment, you're right, we had a lot of projects going on and one of the things that makes my role quite challenging is I'm employed by local authority um, but we have a partnership, they're one of our partners with the LTA so what makes it quite challenging is the LTA, LTA obviously have expectations my employers have expectations. They may not meet, so you have to massage them for both. But ultimately, what you really want to do is try and deliver on both of them. The new courts that were being built, there was two of them, um, on the back of getting another one in play here alone. Um, and I'd, I'd almost forced the hand of becoming clerk of works. I was lucky that the contractor, Fine Turf, were happy to, if I'm honest, look, I'm quite difficult. I'm very particular. I like things a certain way and there has to be a very good reason why they're not. Fine Turf were very good in, look, just give Danny what he wants, just do it. Um, but that took time, um, and that's why last year was hard. And but it was successful, yeah. so it was worth it. <laughs> I think, <laughs> and hopefully your team feels that way. Um, yeah. How are things coming along for? Well, what is next year's tournament now? Um, yeah, we we are looking forward to it. Um, one of the things I liked last year is we changed the style of cutting, the image of a tennis court. Um, the, reason, the reason I did that was ultimately I wanted people talking about our sport. Right. Because sometimes tennis can get a little bit left. We're a small niche part of a small industry. And we're in that, we're a little bit of, we're an in-between. Where you get golf guys, for example, say they're cutting at three mil, you get the football guys cutting at 23 mil, for argument's sake. Tennis is in the middle, you're around six to eight to 10. So you sort of bleed between both and we get left out a little bit. So I thought we need people talking. And one of the things we did by changing it, it just, everyone was, hang on. And what it did got you it do we, What we did is we overlaid, traditionally tennis courts are cut up and down, so you right. get the natural lawn effect, um, which I like. It's a very 
quintessentially English thing. It's a lawn tennis. Um, It's an all-natural surface. Um, But what we did is we did, we took a little bit of the football and what we did is we did big diamonds that were underlaying the traditional up and down lattice. Um, And um, yeah, it did uh, raise a few eyebrows to start (laughs) with because I didn't tell anyone I was doing it. So it was a little (laughs) bit of a shock, but um, it was good because people spoke about the sport. So So you like to push the boundaries. You like to get people talking about your sport. Yep. What's the ambitions for you going forward? Me personally? Yeah, and for Devonshire Park. Um, My ambition um, is always to try and be the best you can be. You've just got to keep pushing yourself. I've always been like that. Um, For Devonshire Park, I want Devonshire Park... I want Devonshire Park to be the best. I, I would... Again, it's no disrespect to anybody else, but I really want a player to come here and say, these are the best grass courts in the world. Um, but then if I worked at Handon Park, I'd be pushing Handon Park to push here, to push. Yeah. But I always just, I just want to be the best I can and keep pushing. And I think someone once said to me, just remember you're one promotion away from failure. So be <laughs> careful. Um, but you've got to keep going, yeah. 